This is Ryan Watches a Movie, where we get our friend Ryan to watch a movie and tell us what he thought. Going balls up my lumberyard. Watching the Grumian crawl. Magi. Little kids got naked and had lots of sex. Don't even waste your time. Yeah, hello and welcome to Ryan Watches a Movie. This is episode number 46. My name is Adam. Today I'm joined by Kevin. How are you, Kevin? I'm doing alright. And we're also joined by Ryan. How are you? Yeah. So-so? <laughs> Uh, what movie do we have you watch this week? <laughs> Django. Django. This is in honor of Django Unchained. This is the original 1966 version. Uh, it's directed, written and directed by Sergio Corbucci. Uh, the IMDb synopsis states, A coffin-dragging gunslinger enters a town caught between two feuding factions, the KKK and a gang of Mexican bandits. That man is Django, and he is... <laughs> Caught up in a struggle against both parties. It stars Franco Nero as Django, uh, Jose Bodalio, Bodalo, and Loredana Nuskiak. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yes. I apologize for butchering those names. We have a trailer here. So let's give this a listen. This is Django. A century ago on the low hills along the border between the southern states and turbulent Mexico, a mystery man appeared. A man with a sad, impenetrable face. Django! Django, have you never loved again? Love will live on, like a scorn. For you cannot spend your life. was that man? What was his secret? It's not important. And if I bothered you, will you accept my apology? He was pitiless in revenge, quick to decide and a master of every weapon, a man everybody would like to have seen dead. Yeah, his name is Django. Django, the title of a film you'll never forget. Okay. Ryan, why don't you tell... Well, that was more English than I heard, though. Yes, now, Ryan, you watched the subtitled version in Italian. (laughs) What did you... (laughs) (laughs) Why don't you tell us about Django? Um... The story is really, really badass, and the, the actual cinematography and movie aspect were terrible. Is I want to know is this the the same like character the Quentin Tarantino movie is based on? No, well, I, I don't believe so. I think that. After this movie came out, see, this was a really, really influential movie when it came out, and there were tons and tons of ripoffs uh, that had the character of Django, but it really wasn't the same person. There was only there was one, yeah, but there it influenced so many spaghetti yeah, westerns. This was like 
I think what it says there's like a hundred unofficial sequels. Yeah, this movie was huge, and there was only one official sequel that had the same actor playing Django and was written and directed by the same Sergio Corbucci. Although Franco Nero, who plays Django, is in Django Unchained. Yes. I mean, hell, you could tell by that trailer that it sounded like a Tarantino movie. Oh, yeah. And I believe that they use, in Django Unchained, I believe that they do use the Django theme song as well. Well, I'm sure. Certainly not a Resident-inspired theme song. No, no. But I I do... No. I just love the the premise of this movie. A coffin... I have to... I have to say that I was reading this because I was like, this movie sounds pretty interesting. I'm gonna, I might check this out. And then I read, uh, oh, where is it? <laughs> it's a drifter who drags around a coffin that conceals a machine gun. Yeah. And I was like, sold. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Sold. I am that, that makes that me. The characters in this are really, really awesome. Yeah, I have to say, if you read that sentence and you don't want to see this movie, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I am also gonna throw a fuck you in there too. Yeah, I think we can all agree that if this doesn't sound like an awesome premise for a movie, go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's what you learn. So now you were saying that were you saying the camera work was not good in this? Just not the actual camera, just the fact that it was an older movie, and I'm just saying it now, it they didn't make it match up too well. So it looked it looked yeah. dated. It looked like it was made yeah. in '66. Yeah. Well, I think. Yeah, it reminded me of uh, um, uh, Clint Eastwood movie. Sort of. Just you mean like, like an older Clint Eastwood? <laughs> it's, it just reminded you of I, I any was western. Say, like ever. any anything, <laughs> any western. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. So it's not actually. You're not really talking about the cinematography being bad. It no. just it looks it didn't age well. Correct. Mm, okay. And it was also probably partially due to the fact that I watched the Italian one. Just, I was going to say, how do you even notice it if you're reading subtitles the whole time? Uh, well, I noticed a lot of very odd things. And I noticed that their mouths never match what they're saying, ever. <laughs> so, uh, Maybe it was, like, dubbed or something. I don't know. It could be. Although you did, sure. I did tell you after the fact that there is an English audio track on the DVD. Yeah. <laughs> which you... But it just kind of added to the, uh, the, I guess I'll call it the uniqueness of this movie. Now, see... You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah. I had to more actively pay attention to what was happening. Now, uh, as because... far as the plot, was it pretty understandable for you because i know you have issues with plot as, as far as for yes i mean it wasn't perfect but i basically figured out what was going on 
At some points, I didn't understand the complete dialogue between people. But overall, I understood what was happening. Okay. Now, this was, um, for the time, this was an extremely violent film. What, like, for today's standards, I take it that it wouldn't be considered very violent? Not, I mean, they show killing every now and then, like actual people being shot in blood and whatnot, but it's like graphic. They don't swear at all in this movie, I don't think. And, yeah, it's not, it's not like grossly graphic. Now, but one of my favorite things, and did this happen in the movie? Because one of my favorite things from Westerns is the way people die in Westerns. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. it's so ridiculous. They're way over-exaggerated. A lot yes. of people. <laughs> Where they're always like, oh. They, and they're like, clutch. They clutch die. Thing. Then they make the noise. And then they die some more. Yeah. yeah, very dramatic deaths back then. It always reminds me of when like, you're a little kid. Mm-hmm. And how you would act like you would die, where you would stumble around for a while. Clutch your chest. And then fall to the ground, and then kick your legs up in the air. (laughs) Uh, So. Now, this this was banned for a while. Yeah. Because of that. Until 93. Because of what shitty act? It was banned for people dying like assholes. <laughs> I wish movies would get banned for that. <laughs> uh, this movie has been banned for shitty acting. <laughs> for people being assholes. If, if that happened, if that happened, I would not have a segment on That's true. That's true. Now, now I do read here that at, uh, he... Kerbucci actually forgot to cut out a scene that he was told to remove from the censors, and it was banned outright in Sweden because of it. <laughs> nice. He forgot to cut out a ear-severing scene. Uh, I'm Did you get dead. to see the ear-severing uh, scene? Oh, yeah. It was, uh, I guess we'll call it graphic. It reminded me a lot of... Something Quentin Tarantino wanted it. I mean, that, I was gonna say that's got to be like a direct yeah. influence on. Yeah, I think that that probably is a direct influence on Reservoir Dogs. I, I think it's interesting. I, I really like going back and watching these types of films that influenced directors, especially with Tarantino, because with Tarantino, it's all right there. Like you can see, it's so clear. It's like, I guess. More recently, I would compare it to like Holy Motors, where it's like, oh, well, that's like pretty much the exact scene lifted from that other movie. Yeah. And I, I really like seeing that. So I'm very excited to see this movie. Now, I don't want you to give anything away as far as like the end, but how badass is this machine gun? Uh, it's fucking awesome. <laughs> In fact, if I was able to carry out the golf, I'd do that too. Now I wonder so, so if you could carry a coffin It would have yes. a machine gun in it So Correct. you would actually walk around With a coffin with a machine gun in it Correct 
Gotcha. Now I'm wondering, because there's, uh, I don't know if either of you are aware, but there's a very popular anime series. That I was going to say that was the first thing it reminded me That came me out of. called Trigun. And there's a character in that that carries a coffin that is loaded with guns. And I, I, I find it hard to believe that that would be a coincidence because Trigun, the way that that series is framed, it's very much like a futuristic Western. And I bet that that's, I bet that that's where it came from. There is another one, too, besides Trigun. Well, there was... Um, I can't remember. Oh, what's it called? Well, I know, I, I'm, I don't know if it would be related, but in... Gungrave. Gungrave. You remember that oh, game? Oh, yeah, yeah. He, had, he dragged around a coffin in that, too. Yep. So I, I, I think that it would be interesting, and I bet there's, like, papers or something online that have all the influences with this movie. Because it seems like Here's this my... is a very far-reaching movie. <clears throat> Here's my question. What if that coffin actually contained a dead body? And you just walk around with a coffin <laughs> and a dead body and whatever. <laughs> that would make you laugh. It would freak people out. Oh, my goodness. I think it would be a completely different movie, then. Now, I take it... I wouldn't want to fuck him when he a dead body with them. <laughs> Oh, just if I was one of these Western people, I would just give up and cry and go. <laughs> Be like, nope, not today. So I take it he kills a lot of uh, KKK people, huh? He kills a lot of everybody. I, I was going to watch this last night, but my girlfriend like freaked out. She's like, no, 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 I don't want to see anything before Django Unchained. And I tried telling her that it has nothing, it really doesn't, the plot has nothing to do with Django Unchained. And it's really just the name, but she didn't want anything to do with it. Yeah, and I'm sure they, you know, they go for some of the same attitude and whether or not it's taught that movie, it may be way more excited for them. Yeah, see, that's why I want to watch it first. I want to watch this original one first, so then when I see Django Unchained, I can pick up on some of the more specific influences. Because I'm not... Yeah. Like, I like westerns, but I'm not really well-versed in the classic westerns. Like, you know like this and Sergio Leone films. I don't really uh, like the spaghetti westerns. I'm not really familiar with a lot of those. They said name Sergio again. Yeah. Tony, my new name is Sergio. <laughs> now, uh, speaking, of, Sergio. speaking of Sergio, this guy directed a ton of films. Uh, most of them are Italian, and I don't really know if any of them were met with the same success as Django. In fact, I'm really not familiar with anything else he did. The only other thing that I've heard of is The Great Silence. Because it has Klaus Kinski and Jean-Louis, who was in most recently the Amour movie. Mm -hmm. So I think I'm going to check that one out as well. 
a mute gunslinger faces off against a gang of bounty hunters in the great blizzard of 1899. That sounds awesome. Yeah, it looks like like he did do a lot of westerns, so I might be checking into some more of his stuff. Yeah, Jean-Louis plays Silence, mute since his throat was cut as a child. Mm. So that's going to be awesome. Yeah, kind of into that. Kind of into that. I'm totally into that. I, I have a feeling it's going to be, I'm going to be watching a lot of spaghetti westerns for a while. Now, Ryan, do you have an interest in seeing the sequel, Django Strikes Again? No, really, no. Okay. But you, Not really, no. I thought it was I mean, if it continues this story, then maybe. But I'm not, I'm not doing the all-time western. Okay. Thank you. Fair enough, fair enough. Now, you did say that this has you more excited for Django Unchained, or as you like to call it, Django Unlimited. (laughs) 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 Oh, God. I made sure I didn't do that. I almost did (laughs) Now, uh, so you were pretty excited about it before, but now you're even more so? Yeah. Do you... Early predictions? Do we think that this is going to be Tarantino's best? I think it's going to be one of. I have a feeling I'm going to love the shit out of this. Well, dig it. I'm going to I'm going to say low hope. Say what? Because low hope. Ah, low hope. Because I don't want to jinx it. Yeah. Because I thought Mouth Iron Fist was going to be really awesome and. Apparently, no one else thought that. <laughs> it was a, well. It doesn't matter what other people think. Ryan. It was okay. <laughs> you don't watch movies for other people. You watch movies for yourself. Oh, what? My first of all, Kevin. My name is Sergio. I'm sorry, Sergio. I'm Ryan. Second of all, I'm watching movies to report to these people. So they can hear me talk about the Django. <laughs> the Django. <laughs> Or as yes. my dad calls it, Digiango. <laughs> he's like, he was looking at, he was looking at movie stuff, and he's like, "What's this uh, movie, Digiango Unchained?" I was like, "Are you kidding me?" The D, the D really threw him off because <laughs> he knew the movie. He knew Taren. He, I mean, my dad is keeps up with movies. <laughs> he's just. Digiango Unchained. Digiango. Yep. The story of what I've seen so far looks incredible. Well, it, it is to note that this that Django Unchained was nominated for Best Picture at this year's Golden Globes. So that's yeah. pretty big. It's exciting. Oh. So I'm I'm very excited to see it. So all right, any final thoughts before we give you a drum roll? Um, my name is Sergio. Ryan's new name is Sergio. <laughs> Sergio. Now, would you would you recommend this to people? Would you say, go out and see this before Django Unchained? Uh, I'd say, yeah. I mean, I, like you said before, I don't even... I'm not really into Westerns, like older Westerns, but... Like when I first started the movie, I gotta say, 
I was like, oh, Jesus, what is this? What am I watching? But after, like, five minutes, it was okay. I, I watched I watched the first five minutes before I was made to turn it off. And I got to say, I love the opening. It's got that, it's got the theme song, but it's got that classic uh, film opening, you know, where they have the, the title just splashes across the screen and it's got the copyright. Yeah you know, underneath and all that stuff, like the old style. I I was loving that. And he kills like 10 dudes in the first scene. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's go ahead and give you a drum roll. What do you give Django? Five. That's a five out of 10 for Django. Not too bad. I thought it was going to be I, Actually, I did too. I was thinking like a, I was thinking like a seven. I, I was thinking it was going to be higher too, oh. but. I guess the old Italian aspects of it. Is it is it because you had to read subtitles? So, I mean, Good. god well, damn it, Ryan. Or, or, sorry. God damn it, Sergio. This movie involves <laughs> coffin with a machine gun in it. That, that, that yes. That is pretty awesome. Now, like, have you seen... Where does this stack up against other westerns you've seen? Um, name one, I'll tell you about it. I take it that you've only seen more oh. modern westerns, right? Like Tombstone, have you seen Tombstone? I've seen, yeah, more modern ones. Like yes. Unforgiven, Tombstone. Yeah. Three. I like them. I mean, there's some slow burning, but I like that. They're overall, like, just because... I like how badass everyone is in this. Now, where does this stack up against Young Guns 2? Um, oh, Martin Sheen is not in this movie. Wait. I don't think Martin Sheen was in Young Guns 2. No, he wasn't. I think Emilio Estevez uh, was in it. Yeah. That just, I don't even know. Did you it, see uh, 310 to Yuma? No, I not yeah. That was great. Did you well? Did you see um, True Grit? No. God. Well, you should definitely see those. You you will like those. They're good. <laughs> there would be, be many movies that I haven't seen that I should see. Well, I know for a fact that you saw Project X because I watched it with you. Yeah. <laughs> so we got that one out of the way. <laughs> How did how did this movie stack up against Project Max? All I gotta say is thank you, Cinemax. <laughs> it was funny because um, this is completely unrelated, but we were watching. We were just flipping through the channels. I was over at Ryan's when I was up there, and Project X was on. I I put it on, and it was like mm, probably what the last twenty twenty five minutes. And once the credits started rolling, I was like, "There you go. You've seen. You didn't miss anything. You saw the whole movie." Oh, Terrible. My. All right. Well, I think that wraps it up. That's a five out of ten for Django. Highly recommend going to see Django Unchained when it comes out in theaters uh, Christmas Day, the twenty fifth. I'll be there. If you're in New York, Pennsylvania, give me a call. Give Sergio a call. Are you planning on seeing it on Christmas Day? Yeah. Uh, me too. Me too. Uh. Very excited. All right. For all the latest film news and reviews, visit us at filmpulse.net. We want to hear your feedback. Send us an email, feedback at filmpulse.net. 
or call our voicemail line 850-391-6071. Also, please take a minute to rate us on iTunes. We appreciate that very much. For FilmPulse.net, my name is Adam. I'm Kevin. I'm Ryan. I'm Sergio. <laughs> and we will see you on Monday. Uh, see you later. <laughs> they get so much better. I know, but one of the best parts is I I was like, I have to go to the bathroom. So I go to the bathroom and I I was like, well, I might as well smoke a cigarette while I'm out here. So I smoke a cigarette, come back in and the doors are shut, which means that like the president of the company and shit are giving their speeches. So I have to walk in and walk past all my bosses while everyone's sitting and like the president of the company is giving his like big time speech. And I'm just like walking through, like, excuse me, excuse me, sorry, sorry. And of course, I was sitting the whole way across the room. Yes. The table right in front of where he's speaking. That's what comes with man growing up, Gavin.